It's time for the Naples Mac Health Podcast with Apple Certified Support Professional, Jeff Bohr. Well, welcome everyone. I'm Charlie McDermott, co-host of the show, but the really important guest is the reason why we're having the show. We have Jeff Bohr here. Jeff, how you doing? Wonderful this morning, Charlie. Thank you. Well, Jeff, I, I, I'm sure many of our listeners are already familiar with your service and what you're doing in the Southwest Florida communities, but then there are the others who desperately need your help, your advice. And uh, so I'm going to start with you just giving an overview of, of what you're doing in the communities, and uh, and then we'll get into some other fun facts here. So fill us in, Jeff, your Absolutely, company, yeah. and what you're doing. Okay, I'm an Apple, Apple certified support professional. Uh, so what that means is I'm uh, certified by Apple to provide support both remotely and in person uh, in the Naples area in Southwest Florida. I go to Estero, Bonita, uh, Fort Myers, Marco Island. So, yeah, I stay busy and I make house calls usually. <laughs> Probably 90 percent of my business is house calls, um, helping people get adapted to their technology. Because here in Southwest Florida, there's a lot of people that did not grow up with technology. And uh, I got on the cusp of it when I was in college, I started using Apple computers. So I've got a good 35 years yeah. experience with it. But um, wow. a lot of people in Southwest Florida, you know, they retired here. They had a secretary or they had an assistant that sent out emails and did everything. And then when they retire, their grandkids give them an iPod or a laptop and they don't know what the heck to do with it. So that's where I come in, because usually in this area, the grandkids are thousands of miles away. And uh, the Apple stores here are a zoo. And a lot of people don't yes. like to go in there. So I make house calls, come to your house where you're on your own Wi-Fi. You have your own printer and everything. And I help you get up to speed with your own technology. Yeah. You know, you, you, you mentioned the Apple stores being a zoo. I mean, I'm always impressed by how busy those stores are. Wherever you go, anywhere in the country, you know, whether it's a mall or, you know, the Coconut Point here and, and all the other stores, oftentimes there's no one there. And then you walk to the Apple store and it's like, packed with people um which is great for apple but for you you and your or for me and and your clients i uh, you know it one it's overwhelming and then two the time it takes to get to those stores and then you know schedule an appointment and all that and the appointments don't work out and and it's just for me i value my time personally and that's what i i love i'm a big fan of what you do and and just getting it done so Kudos to you, man. I'm, I'm so happy you're out there. Um, how did you get into this? You have quite a, you've, you've, well, but I, I don't want to spoil it here. Fill us in on your background and, and the journey. Okay. Well, basically, um, I went to college at Northern Kentucky University, which is right across the river from Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh -huh. So if you've ever flown into Cincinnati, you fly into the Northern Kentucky airport because it's near the metropolitan area. So when I was in college there, I was studying English and journalism. So I had a double major and I love to write. And when I got there, I met my first Macintosh computer. So this is when they had floppy disks. You know, that's a thing of the past. Yeah. And uh, a dial-up connection, you know, where you had to hear the screeching sounds and connect to the Internet if it was even available. And so that's mail. when I got my first taste of Apple computers. And back then, of course, there were no Apple stores like there are now in every, every city and everything. So you had to go to the university bookstore buy your computer there. And then if something went wrong with it, you had to take it back to the bookstore. They would mail it to Apple in California. And three <laughs> weeks later, you get it back. So I did that once. And the second time I kind of had a, 
idea that I could figure it out myself. And I did. So that was the beginning of this wow. <laughs> episode. So wow. basically, so I've always used Apple computers. I have never owned a PC. So I've been there since system seven, all the way to OS X Ventura, which is the newest Mac OS. So that's like, you know, years and years of experience and I've seen it grow and change and evolve. And uh, basically it was always a hobby. And then um, when I moved to Naples in 1999, I was working full time at a hotel and uh, I ended up going into the sales department there. And then uh, when 9-11 happened, that took a big hit on the hotel industry. You know, the travel industry basically came to a halt. So I was still doing this on the side and uh, they were going to shift around the sales department a little bit because they weren't selling any rooms. So they were going to try to move me back into food service. And I said, no, thank you. You know, so I went into selling yellow book advertising for a year. Oh, and that was pretty brutal. If you remember yellow books <laughs> yeah. and they were the, they were the only way to advertise, you know, in, in the year 2001 or so. It was yeah. really before the Internet kicked in. So I did that for a year. And in the meantime, I had met a young lady who's now my wife. And she was a little upset that I was working all the time because I was selling ads during the day. And then I'd get home and I'd run to people's houses to help them with their computers. Oh, wow. So yeah. I made a decision in 2004 to quit my day job and focus on my part-time hobby. And that that's where it started, basically. So since mm. 2004, I've been doing nothing but providing Apple support to people around the area. Wow. That is so, so cool. You know, I love it. So many possibilities in America and to be able to take your passion, your hobby, whatever you want to call it, your expertise and turn it into a business. And, and uh, I, you can just tell you know, by by your energy, Jeff. And I know, you know, those who are watching the video, they can see it in your eyes. I mean, you get up every this is an early Monday morning. You're book solid for the day, for the week, for that matter. And uh, yeah, I mean, I stay busy because there, are like I said, there's a lot of people here that didn't grow up with this. But I, yeah. I sit down with them and I take a backseat driver approach. Because if you get your, uh, you know, you could have your grandkids look at your iPod while they're in town and then they mess around with it and then they leave and you don't know what they did or yes. how they got yes. there. And then it starts acting up again. So I sit in the backseat and I say, here, click here, click here, do this, do that. Because like, you know, any of us learn things through doing them. You can watch as many videos as you want, but until you do it, you're not going to yeah. catch it. So uh, that's the approach I take in learning and um, I also set up Wi-Fi networks and printers that can be a little difficult. But basically, the backseat driver approach is the way I take. In that way, yeah. the people that I'm helping learn how to do it themselves. Yeah. Because yeah. they can't have me there every time they need to copy and paste, you know. So I teach them how to do it. So that's that's what I like about my job is helping people understand technology better and be more comfortable with it. That's awesome. And, you know, there's so many cool Apple devices, but my guess, you know, for many people, it's like our brain, you know, when you only use what, five or 10%, depending on the study and, and many Apple devices, it, that's probably the case, you know, people just use it maybe to surf the internet or read a book and, and that's it for whether it's a tablet or, you know, a phone to make some, some calls or whatnot. But yeah, I mean, people fall into routines with, yeah. with things and, um, you know, like, just like when you're watching TV, you probably focus on three or four channels. Most people sometimes keep just one channel on all day long whether it's news or sports or something or financial and with computers and stuff, I'd say 90% of the people, 90% of what they do is email and internet. Yeah. You know, they keep in touch with their friends and doctors and stuff. And then they go on Google searches and search for information and menus and recipes and such sports scores. So, and then you've got your other people that do about 50% of that and they're into music or photography. 
So the nice thing about Apple computers and devices is no matter what you like, you can use it to that end result. So you can use it for music. You can read books on it. You can watch Netflix on it. You can watch Hulu. You know, you can do so much with it. You can do a spreadsheet. So in the good thing about the Apple ecosystem, unlike the PCs, is um, first of all, they have iCloud, which lets your devices sync. So if you're out to lunch and uh, you meet a new uh, coworker or something and they give you their business card and you pop it into your phone, well, when you get home, it's on your computer and it's on your iPad already. So that Apple ecosystem keeps yeah. everything on the same page, your calendar, your address book, your photos, no matter what you pick up, you have access to your information. And that's really important to people these days because you might have several devices. You might have a tablet, you might have a phone, you might have a uh, watch, you have a laptop. So you don't want to have to, you know, go to your laptop and then go to your desk, your uh, iPad and find out what you were working on there. So with Apple, everything integrates so well. And that's what I like about it. So PCs are a lot more difficult. They have viruses. They have driver issues. Apple doesn't deal with any of that. So that's why yeah. I like it. And uh, it's a real good fit for me because I have patience for this stuff that I don't have for other things. <laughs> you have patience and you have clients. Uh, that's awesome. So you're crazy busy. You have a family as well. And, and all the distractions of living in paradise. Uh, hey, we want to have fun on the weekends. But, you know, somehow you're figuring out a way to, to spend time to share your knowledge with not only Southwest Florida, but really, I mean, globally here. Why, why are you doing the podcast? Well, I think that um, really the podcast is a great uh, way to reach people that may not have found you any other way. Because, you know, just like radio shows were in the 40s when people would gather around their TV sets, now people can listen to podcasts on demand. So I think that's the strength of the podcast environment is that um, you don't have to be in front of your device at 7 p.m. on Thursday to catch it. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a platform that enables people to listen to this while they're driving their car or while they're working out or while they're going for a walk. So the, the podcast uh, as a uh, vehicle uh, to get knowledge out there is a great resource. So what I'm going to try to do with this is just expand people's minds about technology a little, you know, and have them become more comfortable with it. Because like anything, everybody knows they can do this stuff, but their comfort level is down here. Mm. But just like anything, whether it's Mahjong or playing bridge or playing golf, the more you do it, the higher your comfort level gets. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I try to do is raise people's comfort level so that they can make the most of their technology. Yeah. Love it. Love it. I mean, we're going to have so much fun and I'm, I'm really looking forward to it because I've been a Mac user for a long, long time. For me, it was my son got into uh, movie making and making and editing and, and he kept frying my PCs and, and a friend of mine said, <laughs> man, you have to get a Mac and, and it was no turning back. And then before I knew it, I was like, well, that looks like fun and I'm making movies, you know? So, um, but there's so much you can do. I mean, just, just off my conversations you and I have had with, with iCloud and security and backups and things like that. I mean, all, all this knowledge is going to be just, just so much fun and, and huge things that many people like myself who've been Mac users for probably going on 20 years that had no idea even existed. So, it's going to be awesome. So speaking of future episodes, what do you have in mind? Thank you. Well, some of the things that I am thinking about are, um, of course, the holidays are coming up. 
So as you can imagine, I'm a, a tech oriented guy and I buy a lot of stuff and some of it works and some of it doesn't. So uh, I think in the next couple of weeks, I might do a holiday gift guide where I can recommend some products. If you want to get somebody a tech gift that I've personally used, it can vouch for and answer questions for. So that's, oh, wow. that's a good topic, I think, especially yeah. around the holidays. Um, another big thing that I re see all the time is uh, how to change your email address. Because a lot of times people will um, just get bombarded, especially if you have an AOL or a Yahoo account that's 25 or 30 years old, probably 99% of it is junk. And all you do is sift through the email, just looking for a morsel from someone you know, and it's, it's rare that you find it. So a, a big topic is changing your email address. So I want to cover that because it hmm. sounds really daunting and scary, but it's really simple. And I'll tell you how to make it simple. Oh, wow. And oh. another topic is uh, you hear about people talking about cutting the cable, you know, yeah. getting rid of cable TV yeah. and streaming. I'm going to talk about that. So there's all <laughs> kinds of tech stuff that's happening. And another big one is there are so many scams and hacks out right now. Mm -hmm. And I've got a program plan that will tell you how to avoid the four types of scams and hacks that are out there to separate you from your money and your sanity. So, uh, and again, I have been, I mean, it is amazing how authentic these emails look and, and their scams. And, you know, I've, I've gotten sucked in a few times and, and, you know, then it gets obvious that they're asking you questions that you're going, no, 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 this is not exactly. Yeah. But man, they know what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, it's 8.48 a.m. I've already gotten two emails from clients that got an email from the Geek Squad for a, a $600 service bill. Yeah. It was a total scam, you know, yeah. and they're getting these from Chase Bank, from the Geek Squad, from Norton, from McAfee. And the bad guys, you know, it's called phishing, and it's spelled P-H-I-S-I-N-G. But they know that if they send out 1,000 emails, yeah. three people are going to respond. They're going to get three credit card numbers, and they're going to go to town on them. And, and that's how they make their money. So it's not that people are really dumb. It's just that they, they put out so many, you know, hooks, yeah. Yeah. they're going to reel a couple of people in and it's, it's just a numbers game. Yeah. And you just have to know that if it's not, nobody's going to send anything life or death through an email. Yeah. Yeah. And if it looks a little bit fishy or a little bit suspicious, just delete it. If it's that important, they're going to call you on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the big thing to remember. Yeah. Ah, man, this is going to be great. Well, super. Why? Congratulations uh, on your first episode. It is, uh, you know, in the can, as they say, and uh, really looking forward to rocking and rolling here with uh, getting your knowledge out there, Jeff. Thank you. I look forward to spreading what I know to other people because, uh, you know, the more you know, the more you can grow and all that. So it's really a good thing to do. Amen. Well, we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much, Charlie. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Naples Mac Health Podcast. To learn more about Naples Mac Health, go to NaplesMacHealth.com or call 239-595-0482.